You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Life is full of amazing moments. Some make you laugh, some make you cry, and some are just downright brutal. I'm Rachel Burchett, and this is my Brutal Life. Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome back to another episode of My Brutiful Life. And I'm here with my wonderful co-host who yes. has a haircut. Oh, yeah, because that's so easy. <laughs> it cost you nothing, did it? I mean, if you amortize out the cost of the shaver, it oh. cost me a little something. Razor of the Month Club. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like I'm getting a pretty good deal. Yeah, I've thought about going I know, somewhere. I haven't, in, I haven't inspected your work, but well, I'm going to give it a it B, B minus. No. B minus. That's just He'll you trying it. to get a gig. <laughs> <laughs> you need to come see me to shave your head. You need to come to the Harry Coconut I've and th- let's take care of that. <laughs> it's very coconut-esque as it sits right now. You ever notice how our theme music sounds like an 80s sitcom? Yes, I've, I have thought yeah. about that. Maybe we should. It's kind of appropriate. Cha- should we change it? You like it? No, that's more at work. <laughs> I know. I don't even understand why you said that. <laughs> well, because you said it sounds like an 80s sitcom. I, I think thought. that's great. Do you have a favorite 80s sitcom? You know, I don't know that I have a favorite. Um, I don't know what falls into the category of 80s. Like, I, I feel like I'm a 90s sitcom person. I, yeah, I would probably be more like 70s, 80s, like charlie's angels or dallas or yeah those are all three's company three's company's a sitcom mm-hmm. brady bunch oh wow the jeffersons yeah. okay i was thinking fresh prince of bel-air Fre- yeah, yeah see that would be 80 so i'm probably that's pre- 80s too yeah i would have i would have gone with the uh the cosby show that yeah, one is the most prolific in my yeah. life full i can remember house, i guess yeah um, that's what the song reminds me of full, full house. house yeah oh yeah. uh, you yeah. know that whole thing yeah so, I don't know. and I have my wonderful friend here and I'm very, very excited about this podcast. I'm very excited to have you here, Michelle Manis. Thank you. So I'm excited to be here. Are you nervous? I am nervous. Don't be nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous. No, no you talk amazing. I'm a talker. We talk, we talk, <laughs> we laugh. I we know. have a wonderful time. So I've known Michelle. Um, we've known each other for 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Jonathan and Danielle were we little toddlers right. when we came around right. and and so i'm going to tell the story of how we reconnected okay oh okay and so you know facebook you're like five friends from knowing everybody you know what was that kevin bacon saying yeah okay so <laughs> yeah so and then you have friends you're with that you you know you're friends with but you just don't see their stuff the algorithm doesn't throw mm. their stuff well i had been thinking about her and it was February 2020 and I'd been thinking about her and this particular it was February 29th and I had been to a workshop on the other side of town and I had to go back to the salon to work and do a few people and then I was getting ready to leave and I thought now I can't leave because I have a whole basket of wet towels okay Mm -hmm. so I'm going to throw them in the dryer or washer sit here for 45 minutes and then throw them in the dryer and leave so I say all that to say had I not done that, certain mm. things wouldn't have happened. So I throw them in the dry a washer and wait for them, throw them in the dryer. And then I get in my car and I thought, I'm going to go wash my car. I have been trying to get my car washed forever. It's February 
So we'd been all through the winter. It's February 29th, leap year. I think that's why I remember. Mm. And so I go down to the Oki Wash on 23rd Street. Is that what it's called? Oki Wash? I don't know. The one up there uh, closer, like proper. To the Walmart. Choctaw proper. Yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I go through the drive-thru and I see her and I'm like, Michelle. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Rachel. (laughs) She was like, (laughs) we're waving. And she's like, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, okay, well, let, let me, let me pay for my car wash and so I, yeah i pay for the car wash and i go through well she's in the part where you're vacuuming mm. and there's actually another guy right next right next to that. her and she goes so i'm done and she goes to the guy next to her and she's like hey can you move can wow you nice move? i need my my friend needs to park here i did i forgot about that A little boldness A little, yes yeah but so i pull in and that's funny and so we hug we talk we and we end up going back to the house and she's like i had a dream about you i had a dream about you and she begins to tell me this dream and it was so profound and i won't go into it right now but that moment against years of history that she and i connected years ago is what has brought this together again so then i had posted about a podcast and you know, on your stories, you know, you can see different ones. You like it and stuff. And she, I saw her and I thought, I'm going to see if she wants to be on this. She has got a brutal story, mm-hmm. brutal story. And I was graced to walk with her through a portion of that. Mm-hmm. And so I messaged her and I said, Hey, would you want to be on my podcast? And she said, Hey, I was just thinking about you. I've had some dreams about Literally, you. And I'm like, yeah, I had just thought about her within the last two days. You came across my mind because I dreamed about you again, which I have a lot of dreams, but this one I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's okay. I think it was just kind of like a connection, those connections that kind of God just kind of pull, turning your sights towards each other. Mm -hmm. And so then we went to um, coffee last Wednesday and I said, I really want you to do this, your story. And then not only just her story from the past, recognizing where her life is going now yeah so so tell us a little bit about you and who you are and your kids and and just the beautiful little people in your life oh okay that's the best part actually well uh i am now on i guess an older woman now (laughs) i'm on the back side of 50 ish so that's that's getting there but uh, you're still hot and relevant well i am that but i'm just saying (laughs) I'm, I'm on the other side. Um, Can I tweet backside of 50 ish yeah. as a hashtag? 50 ish. That's yeah. a good one. Backside like of 50. Backside of 50. And I have three beautiful, wonderful sons that I raised, and they're all married. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they gave me five grandchildren in the last five years. Wow. And so that is, you know, well, you know, because yeah. you have grandkids now. Yeah. They're, they're, it's, it's your life and they wear you out. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's the best. It is the best. It, it's the best. It's the frosting on the cake. It is. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm at right now. Right. And so you, we met when you came to the church, right? Mm-hmm. So tell from your perspective coming into my world and and then we'll, we'll evolve to where your life went. Back then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you remember? Not really. Yeah. No, She's I She's re- on the back side of 50. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're asking you a lot. Front side of 20, please. Please, please, please. <laughs> Those files aren't open anymore. I'm sorry, ma'am. I don't really remember because we were so busy back then. The boys like. were little. The boys yeah. were little. We were church every... Every every time the doors were open. Uh, Sunday, right. Sunday night, 
Wednesday right. and then all the in between. Right. So I don't really, I was thinking about that today. I don't really remember. We were just kind of there. We were there we were and there. we interacted. Right. We and passed. I don't think I was on staff. No, you weren't on staff yet. Was I cutting hair? You were, you did my hair. I did your hair. That's yeah. right. And then we ended up working for you quite a bit. Do you remember huh? that? We you did, did your other salon. We did. What? When you were building that other. Yeah. The chateau. chateau uh-huh. We did a lot of work over there and I can't remember what we were doing, but uh, <laughs> really? yeah, we did. I don't know what we did over there. We would all, I would take all, the whole crew would go over there at night and we were doing cleanup or something. I don't know what Did we you were clean doing. up during the construction maybe? Yeah, I think that's maybe. what Okay, okay, yeah. yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, wow. We, I know, I thought about that. I drove by there the other day and went, wow. It's a beautiful place. Did we really do that? We, we did. did that. We did that. Yeah, yeah, we did that. So then, so, okay, so you had been married about how long before your life took a turn? Uh, do you want to take us up to that point? Yeah. Because he only knows glim- he only knows snippets of if what anything. I- yeah, yeah, if anything. Yeah. Uh, well, I was married, and I th- was thought I was happily married, and had three kids, and like I said, we were mm-hmm. church people, uh, and but we were. I mean, I was totally into it. He was into it. Um, we were doing the church, doing our kids, working. He was working all the time, and I don't know how many years we got married. You have to do the math because I can't do this. Okay. We got married in nineteen eighty seven. And that all happened in the early 2000s. Okay. So. 20-ish years. Yeah. 20-ish years. Okay. Yeah. Well, that doesn't really add up. But anyway, you can figure that out. Yeah. Um, Ish is what makes it work. Yeah. Ish. Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. And so we were doing life and church and, and life was great. Everything was great as far as I knew. So you thought. So from I your thought, perspective. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't know any better. Right. Um, I was just doing my kids, doing mom, PTA, wife, yep. doing the kids' school, running back and forth. And I had a daycare at home on top of it. Okay. I forgot about that yeah, part. I remember that. So I was I bringing all that. these kids in. and Because you that, didn't work corporate. You I worked didn't work, at home. Yeah, and that was great because mm-hmm. my kids had something to do all the time. Not not only that, I drove them. So I had a big, huge van, and I drove like three different schools. So I dropped I remember that. up. And, mm-hmm. So I was a busy, busy girl, which is what you do when you're raising three kids. Right. And, and life was grand, and everything was grooving. Okay. And this is how the story started. I told Rachel the other day, um, during that time and one of my pickups after everybody was gone, I'm driving somewhere and the Lord dropped this scripture on me and it said, have you considered my servant Job? And this by no means that I was anywhere near Job. I, I never, I meant to clear that up mm-hmm. the other day because it wasn't like that. I knew uh, that. I knew that. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I wanted yeah. to tell people that <laughs> I didn't go, Oh, she's perfect. No, it was nothing like that. Right. In fact, it's so not like that, that I was like, Job, I don't even know that book. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about it. I mean, I was kind of a, I didn't know a lot about the Bible. I just mm-hmm. went to church all the time and I loved God. I, I did know that, but I didn't, I wasn't versed in the Bible at all. Right. And I learned it all there. Right. And um, so I went home, told my husband, I said, have you considered my servant, Job? What's that all about? And he's like, you need to go read it. And so I read it and I was like, oh no, 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 no. And the first thing I thought is something's going to happen to my kids. Don't mess with my kids. Don't mess with my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh no, no, no. And I just kind of slammed it. I'm like, I'm no, I don't want anything to do with that. And then, uh, within, I don't know how many years, probably five years later. You said five years later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So five years later, it just started happening. Just one bam, 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 bam. My mom died he got in an accident at work i remember, remember that, that. hurt his back didn't he he broke his neck okay mm-hmm. and um he wrecked a car of ours um and then the biggest problem uh this was the end of it all he got accused at the time of 
inappropriate behavior with a minor. Mm-hmm. And that started it all. And that mm-hmm. was, and then in the mid, when that started, and it was a big, long, huge case, when that started about, I can't remember the years, um, right in the middle of all of it, I decide that I'm going to pull out in front of a truck that's uh, mm-hmm. pulling a trailer. And I had my three kids in, in the car. And so they T-boned me and nearly killed me, which was my fault. And all three kids got hurt. And and then I was in the hospital for months and months, months. and months. And But when, when he got accused, I mean, everything hit the fan. Everything. Everything hit the fan with families, um, your oh. marriage, oh, yeah. attorney fees, job, everything, everything yeah. you were fighting for to oh, my hang gosh. on to. And uh, it was coming at all angles. Like one day I'd be done with the attorney, then I'd go home and then I'd get a knock on the door and it was the DHS coming to mm-hmm. it. And I was like, what is going on? Right. And then the police department would call me and say, you have to come down here. And I'd go, why? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just a normal girl living a normal life, I thought. And then this happened out of, out of nowhere in my from my perspective mm-hmm. and um so i fought 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 and i i believed him at the time and we you stood by him i stood by and, him because you stayed in church stayed in and church we would meet because people were saying no you got to think about what if he did and right you know we would meet you said the other day we met at crossroads, crossroads mall, mall. <laughs> i would call and rachel they, in a panic and i would be like you have to meet me i can't do it. i can't i'm freaking out and she'd like okay meet me at crossroads which that tells you how long ago it was. a long time ago so we'd yeah. meet at crossroads and she would just speak life into me over and over and over and i was like what if it's true what do i do and she was like no you have to just keep just just turn your kids back to God. Turn your life back to God. Just keep going back to God. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was rough. It was, I, it was it was it was hard because I would see her in the same things you were hearing because we were you would sit in my chair and I I would think I don't know what I would believe, but we just got to focus on God. Right, we right. We got to focus on right. God. He knows. Like I had said, um, you shall know the truth because I know you wanted the truth. Yes, I wanted the truth. You wanted the truth. You shall know the truth, and the truth, truth will, will set, set you free. free. And the word truth there means reality. Mm. And we were praying for God's reality because there was your reality, which was the perfect lie. And then there was his reality, which we'll talk about later. Right. And then there was God's reality. Right. And we're fighting for God's reality. Yeah. And sometimes when we start seeing God's reality, it it hurts. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. And that's why we just keep, I just keep your eyes focused. And honestly, then I didn't have that revelation. I just knew he's he's your father and he knows he speaks the truth he right. knows the truth so that's the best wisdom i could give yeah, you and you did right and and uh you just always helped me and i i ran to you and i ran to other people too and i was like what do i do i don't know what's right i don't know if i and he would swear that it was wrong and and so i naively stood with him thinking this is wrong there we had other reasons to believe that but they all turned out not to be true but at the time and i told rachel this is the the one of the coolest parts about it is a a really wise young person told me in my family actually my other niece she said sometimes when you're going through these things that just knock you in the head god wraps you in his blanket Mm -hmm. until he you've got the strength to unravel it or mm. take it, take it and mm-hmm. all those years and there was a lot of years how many years did you fight that gosh there was a lot of years um i want to say five six seven wow that it started and then it didn't end till 10 years can later. you imagine like somebody 
knocking on your door and, and it's just the neighbor down the street when it play with your kids and these triggers that you were having is another bad news other bad other, news, e- other day, bad news. every day yeah. every day every day and here i'm trying to be normal raise the kids go to church mm-hmm. do this and the kids are the kids knew and they were young boys mm-hmm. and and then it just it was just one thing after another and after another and i would beg god to tell me tell me the truth show see, me the truth yeah. let me see and he said he never said anything. He wouldn't tell me. He would not tell me. And I talked to the attorney. I mean, I talked to everybody. I was like, do you think it's true? I talked to him. I was like, and they, and a lot of people said, no, we know him. He's, he would never do that. Blah, blah, blah. Kids can make up these stories sometimes. Well, now I found out they don't make that they don't make, they make that, that up. kind of stuff. They don't up. make yeah. that up. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Or maybe it does, but right. it didn't happen in my case. Right. And so I stood with him. And then God gave me a dream during the sentencing. He was already sent away. And God gave me a dream one night and he said, it was all, it's all true. And he had told, he had lied the entire time and said, no, 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 it didn't happen. And I was wrongfully convicted. And, and a part of my group believed he was wrongfully convicted. And the other part was like, he's guilty as crap. That's why he's there, you know? So anyway. The pull on you was insane. I remember that. It was insane. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. awful. It was awful. Awful. Mm -hmm. And um, during that time, after he got sent away, we were in church, but I literally, and I told Rachel this later, when I went there, I just bawled. I yeah. sobbed. I was uncontrollable. Like, mm-hmm. And I quit going because I could not. Yeah. And my kids told me they had, they thought we left because people were against us. Oh. They just told me that. And I was like, no, no, no. It was me. Yeah. And they go, why? And I said, I it's couldn't. It's just too hard. I couldn't. It's I just could not do yeah. it. But God had another plan. Yeah. And he dropped another couple in my life in our life at the beginning and they just kept showing up like you mm-hmm. know how people do mm-hmm. and i would bump into her at target or i he was a pastor and i would bump into him at a garage sale and just kind of giving you a little glimpse over and, and they kept yeah. saying come to our church i said no i go we love our church we're really plugged in we're not leaving mm-hmm. and then um it just happened like that and then it was all god and um do you want to so did, did you want to share the dream God gave you a dream or was it just God telling you that he did it? Uh, God told me that he did it. And then I talked to him on the phone. I said, God gave me a dream last night and he knew if God gave me a dream, what yeah. was, the truth was coming out. So I went to, went to visit and he, he told me, yes, it was all true. After years, it. after we sold our house, lost the retirement, I lost my family, my family, except for a few, my sister uh, stuck with me, but that everybody was they were just torn mm. i mean it was just a mess mm. and then i had the accident in the middle of all of it so i yeah, was a so mess she has this accident mm. and it was was it on hawassi um i think was so. it 44th and hawassi 44th and hawassi i can't believe i remember that i can't believe it either because there was no stop sign used to be no stop sign on 44th and hawassi mm-hmm. and i remember when she went to the hospital and i just told her this the other day i was like Dear Jesus, how much more can this woman take? Mm-hmm. How much more can this woman take? And we, I would go up there. And I told, I just told her this because I don't think she remembered this. I would go up there mm-hmm. as much as I could, and they would have these sponges on like these lollipop sticks, and I, and you'd have to dip them in water, and I'd just stand there and dip them in water and give her water, and I'd think, I'd just pray and think, she's gonna make it. 
She's gonna. She will make it. I don't know how she's gonna make it. I don't know because but, I was because we thought you might be paralyzed. Yeah, or die. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And I said, why didn't you guys tell me I had all these problems? I said we were trying to keep you alive. And I got like in the hospital. I got staff. I got MRSA. I got. I mean everything. <laughs> Have that you could considered happen. my servant, Joe? <laughs> I was about to ask. Like, Joe a, like, Joe like Joe seriously, at what point through all of that did you come back to that word? Job. I didn't at the time. I didn't. I, I, I you, when you're doing that, you're surviving. Yeah. Right. You're not thinking. Mm-mm. Oh gosh, it's oh, happening. Yeah. I mean, first my mom died, and that was just on a Wednesday night out of nowhere, and that was devastating. Mm-hmm. I remember the, absolutely dev. She wasn't sick. She just died, mm-hmm. and so that was the beginning. And then bam, 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 bam. And then when all that came out, I was like, for seven years, years. and I was like, what? What, 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 what happened? And my, Rachel's is like, look at the numbers, look at the colors. Mine was why, what happened? Why, Mm -hmm. why did all this happen? Mm -hmm. What did I do? What did, what happened? I mean, was I that deceived? I think God was coming after your heart. He was getting you out of a situation that you had no idea. Yeah. You had no idea. Absolutely. Because I said it like this. You were in that system that you didn't know where you were in and you made it wonderful and you made it beautiful and you had children in it and you put curtains up. Right. And you, you planted it was flowers. And you planted flowers and it was the, didn't have a picket fence, but you get the idea. Right. And you were establishing, like, this is my safety net. This is my home. This is where I'm going to build my life. Mm. The whole time it's on sinking sand. The right, whole time right. it's built and you're thinking, no, this is solid. Right. And Ooh, God is good. coming after you, my daughter. He's coming after your heart. Not that he's not coming after everybody else's because I think everybody in the story, right. you know, him too, God's coming after his heart, but that was no longer yours to maintain. Mm. But when you start seeing, it's like you're trying to, it's like all the puzzle pieces are floating apart and you're like, no, this piece goes here this and here, this piece yeah. goes well, here. What's and, happening? Yeah, no, this was goes through here and God's like, no, let me have it. Mm-hmm. And you're going, and when you start seeing, it's so weird when you start seeing truth and it looks brutal and it looks dark and you're like, how can that be truth? True, yes. How can that be truth? Because this looks better. This this needs to be truth. But this was a mirage right. of what you thought you were building. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So it was the time it was Michelle and God. Now it's God and Michelle. Michelle. Just what we talked about. Just what we talked about. Yeah. It's, so, it's such a profound sentence my brother gave me. Wow. So he admits. He admits it. He admits it. And then what happens to him? Then... Um, he was sentenced to, I think, five years, and on the four and a half year, he got out. <clears throat> he got out in December. Within two or three months, he gets deathly ill, um, and it was all, it was terrible when he got out because I had the kids still. They were in school. He didn't have a place to live. He couldn't come live with me. I didn't want him to live with me. And were you divorced? Did you stay with divorce. him? You stayed mm-hmm. with him the whole time. We didn't divorce. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we didn't, but... Um, it would have been more paperwork for me. Um, you know what I'm saying? It would have been more work. And right. I was already up to here. I, in fact, we have a joke with my kids. One time uh, during all the, I call it the nervous breakdown years. Uh-huh. I, I, you know, I'm only five, three. So one time I was like, I've had it up to, and I jumped as high as I could. I said, up to there. Like that. And they were like, okay, mom, we, we got it. We got it. I, I've just had it You've up had to here. You've had it up to five, six. Yeah. <laughs> I've had it to five, six. Okay. I can't go any higher. I can't go five, seven. Or I, I will lose I will, my... I can't reach that high. I can't jump that high. So anyway, uh, then he got out uh, and he, it was pure hell when he got out. And then um, 
he got diagnosed with uh, kidney cancer and he died eight weeks later. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so then that became an, another chapter because it was just another chapter. Well, like, I don't know if I know that chapter because by that time, you know, we had kind of... Yeah, we were... In our own boats kind of drifting down. So I know... All I knew was that he had he had died. Right. So what... How was that for you? Because you were still married. So what did you... That was still married. And it was really... Actually, uh, that part was devastating to me. Sure. Even though we were what we were and I had no idea what was going Because you're still humane and you still loving care. Right. And... You don't want anybody to... That was the end of a dream. That was the final sentence. It's over. It was over. Which I already knew it was over, but that sealed the coffin. Right. And that part was devastating Mm -hmm. to me, even though... It, a lot of people didn't understand that uh, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they thought, well, you're, you've been separated. But God, again, yeah. God had a plan. He prepared me. I'd never lived like that on my own. I'd never taken care of everything. And all those years, five years, he was gone. I had to do the car, the truck, you do the yard, do all I say, that. you're a kept woman kept in the dark. Yeah, back mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Until you had to start doing all then that stuff. Then I had stuff. to do it all. In, yeah. in, in, um, and I wasn't really capable because of the accident. Right. But, but I did the best I could. But anyway, um, so those five years, I was prepared to be alone because I was already alone. Right. And I knew that he wasn't coming back as far as it would never be like that again. Right. That was over. That marriage was gone. Right. And he was dead. He was dead. Yeah. It was dead. And then when he died, but the death brings a whole nother. It's a whole nother layer. It is it's a whole nother, nother layer. Finalization. And then that, I was devastated through all the rest of it, but the, the death made it. There, there, everything was gone. It, it yeah. was the dream. The it was final, and I mean, it all worked out like it was supposed to. But I just didn't know how to do it. I mean, who prepares for that? Right. You know. How and I was you... only forty-two when he died. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I was forty-two. How long has he been gone? Eleven years. Eleven years. Time goes on, doesn't I know. it? Yeah. I know. Eleven. Eleven. We've yeah. talked about eleven. Her and her numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when we visited the other day, we talked about, because that was a broad stroke of your brutal years. Mm -hmm. And when we talked the other day, you were telling me the story of Jonathan brought this dog home Mm -hmm. named. When his dog, I mean, when his dad went over there to the place, (laughs) um, the slammer. Um, <laughs> the clink. <laughs> the clink, clink. He, uh, Jonathan bought a dog. My kids always collected animals. And I said, when you grow up, you can run a zoo. You can do anything you want. Do not bring another animal to this house. I have three kids to feed. I do not want another mouth out there asking me, can you give me a hamburger, please? <laughs> no. So Jonathan brought a dog named, and he named him Job yeah. during those years. A little tongue in cheek. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. obviously he knew the story. He knew the story. He knew about the job. And, um, okay, pause right there. When did you connect the dots between Consider My Servant jo- servant Job and what you went Oh, through? I forgot to tell you about yeah. this. This is what I wrote down because this is really important. So after God gave me that word early on before any of this happened, mm-hmm. then I became obsessed with Job. Like everything, every radio station I turned on, every music yep. I heard, yep. every podcast, or they weren't called podcasts yep. back then, but sermons. Talk radio. Talk yeah. radio and i told rachel one of them i had to stop and it literally gutted me like mm. he said okay you've asked me all these questions you've said your point of view now you're i'm gonna talk to you like a man and you're gonna take it do you remember that in job mm-hmm. and so i pulled the car over and i go okay what and he said who do you think you are he's like you did you tell the sun where to set did mm-hmm. you tell the ocean where to stop did you do that because i did 
And it was like God was saying to me, because I was like, why, why, what did I, what happened? Mm-hmm. Why did you give me this life and then you yank it all away? Mm-hmm. I was like, my, that was my huge question. Why, mm-hmm. why, why? Mm-hmm. I was never mad at God, but I was, I had a huge question. So confused. So mm-hmm. confused. The question, I was like, somebody mm-hmm. just tell me why and then I can comprehend this. And um, then when I heard that, when I literally pulled over the side of the road and I, I was like doubled over, he said, do you understand all that? Because I do. I know why that happened. I know everything about it. You don't understand it, but I understand all of it. And and it was, so the, the dots were being connected for yeah. me. Like he, he had already planted that story a long way, time, way, way before mm-hmm. when he dropped that little, have you considered my servant Job? Like I said, I'd never even heard of the book. Mm-hmm. And so along that journey job just kept i kept learning more about job and and then people would say something about job and i would you know i read every book i could i said i know all about job but i i never i didn't tell a lot of people right i just hid i was so embarrassed well even in the church that that era it was stay away from job oh yeah you stay away from job yeah. Well, because, yeah, you don't ever want that reality. No. Job really messes up Christian, Christian theology. Yeah. Oh, big time. It big does. time. So you having that revelation from your father's heart, you mm-hmm. know what you heard. You know you heard God's Absolutely. voice. Absolutely, There would have been pastors who would have tried to talk you out of that. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was as real. The majority of ones I know. Yo, absolutely. <laughs> no. Absolutely. It was as real. I didn't even consult the pastor because you know what? That was between me. And, that was as yeah. real as oh, I love you that. and I sitting I'm here. I'm so glad you did that. It was as real as mm-hmm. there was no question that, that that God told me that. And like I told you, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that story. Yeah. And so I became very familiar with it. And I lo- I absolutely love the book of Job. Someone said, what do you think about the book Job? Love the do book you? of Job. Yeah, I love it. Love it. That... What did you what did you learn coming through the end of it uh the main part was when god is kind of sarcastic like i am and yeah. he was like you think you know everything you think you're smart don't you you think you've got this all figured out you had a perfect little picture in your head but mm-hmm. i know a lot more than you do girl i know a lot more tie not hang and, on yeah mm-hmm. there's nothing that i cannot do there's nothing that can happen to you there's nothing that you could have controlled or that you could do this is mine and you're here right. and, and you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah. I've got you. Yeah. And th- there's one of the verses in Job at the end. And he says, you, and it, well, Job repents at the end. He said, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. you're right. I, I was foolish. Right. And, um, but what I was going to say in the book of, in the, my Bible, it says that the latter days, uh, God restored Job and gave back everything and so i scratched it out and put in the latter days god restored michelle yeah double timed her gave her i love paraphrasing the bible i know i like that that. putting your name in and making it it. personal so yeah i don't understand all job and and i like i said i'm I'm not in his category at all i was was not not like he was have you right perfect i wasn't like that at all and he just gave me that example right and so um, yeah, it's a, but he prepared your. He was preparing he was. you for your future. He was, and I love that. Even through all of that, whether you knew it or not, God's word kept you anchored. Absolutely, it kept you anchored. Kept you sane. Absolutely, and I have no doubt because I walked with you through a, the majority of it, watching your heart just beg and plead for the fathers reality how he saw things your heart yes you loved your husband 
I have no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. And you loved your children, you loved your life, but you loved God more. I did love God. You did still love do. God. You still yeah. do. You exactly. Which is and I remember in my brutal story saying to him one time, I'm at the end of my rope. I am at the end of my rope. That was on a Wednesday. That Sunday, um, he's teaching and he says turn into Psalms or something and and he would teach out of the message Bible and I brought a paper amplified Bible and so I opened up my U version to mm-hmm. Psalms and it just opened to Psalms one oh nine and it said, God step in here, work a miracle. I'm at the end of my rope. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, I'm holding on to that miracle, but if but overall I'm holding on to you. Absolutely. I'm, I will hang on to this rope until you say let go. And because your word is what matters, it's your voice that I have followed this far. I can't afford <laughs> to do anything different. Absolutely. We weren't perfect. I'm sure you didn't perfect. No, did no, you, no. Did you cuss a lot? <laughs> Me? What are you talking about? <laughs> Me right? cuss? Right? Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, and Jesus knows. But um, yeah, it's kind of knows. the in, inside joke on yeah. this podcast. No, now. he knows. He, he knows. knows. He yeah. Knows. He knows me. He speaks my language every once in a mm-hmm. while to me. But, um, but he, so, so Jonathan brings this dog home named Job mm-hmm. and you have, you have this dog. I have my beautiful little dog, but the funny story about him is, uh, so Jonathan brought the dog home as they all did. They all brought a dog home at one time in their history. <laughs> and then Jonathan joins the air force reserves. So the dog, Gets, it's yours now. It's stationed at my house. <laughs> right. And Jonathan's stationed in Texas. And then, uh, so thank God, my youngest son, uh, they fell in love with the dog, and him and his little girlfriend, who are now married, they took the dog and took it all over the place. And so the sweet story is when Josh was moving out, he said, Mom, I need to move out now. And I'm like, no, you can't move yet. Uh, you need to stay Don't want me. that baby to move yeah, out. Don't want, yeah. don't, you can't leave yet. And so then he gave me like a three-month window, and he said, I'm moving out in June. I said, okay. So he had Job, and he was going to a farm place where he could take the dog. And I said, maybe you should leave Job here. And he's like, <laughs> you want to keep Job? And I go, yeah, I don't even like him, but I'll keep him because... <laughs> I literally have a love-hate relationship yeah. Well, he with licked Job. me, and I didn't like that. And yeah, I didn't like his smell. Like, I mean, there was a lot. And so uh, by this time... What kind of a dog was Job? He had Great Dane. He was a big, huge black and white dog. Wow. Sweet, sweetest nature ever, mm-hmm. though. And he turned into an old grandpa. And so I became his third owner. We became companions. He became a grandpa. <laughs> I became a grandma. He slept underneath my bed and he moaned and groaned just like I did every night. And I'd be getting up and he'd be Ugh, groaning and um, and you'd be. Ugh. I said, "Come on, Joe, we can do it. Coffee. We, can, we can make it to the couch." Or, and on Saturday, she'd sit on the porch and drink tea. Look at your dog is like looking at. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like, Job. There. He's like Job. I know him. But anyway, he was the sweetest dog and he was loved and he had three different odors. And April, when was that? You'd remember the dates. Uh, when did I go? <laughs> oh, April March 11th. 11th. Yeah, you March just went 11th. March 11th. No, it was an 11th. I know. Oh, my. I'm telling oh, you. I'm telling it. you, people. It's. I'm telling you. Oh, no, you don't have to. Yeah, you're telling God us. is in everything. Can I just say this about numbers? I find this interesting. because yes. Did I think, you ever read that thing I sent to you? Dude, I was just thinking about it. No is the answer because I <laughs> Next time went I come, on I'm with life. The book. Okay. So I know a lot of people, and I would have fallen into this category and probably still do to some degree. Um, who just like eh, numbers and, eh, eh. mm. but the reality is, dude, like it's God is uses numbers let, like crazy. Let me tell you something. I 
I'm so, this numbers thing is coming so alive to me, which if you know me and you heard me teach any in the Urgent Church, I'd say, I don't do numbers. I don't do numbers. I don't do math. I don't do numbers. And I don't know the address. Don't ask me where the, it, but this is Bible. I promise you, greater is he that is in me is Bible. Don't ask me where it's at. So yeah. I would say I don't do numbers. Right. Well, it just kind of started unfolding in my life. And um, I was driving home. I don't know where, where I was coming from, but. I was kind of just reflecting on this number of things and I just kind of opened my mind and just let Holy Spirit begin to talk to me. And, and he, I heard God say this, my word is a book of words and numbers. Mm -hmm. We think, and we've been taught that the chapters and verses are there to keep it organized. Yes. And they're there for a purpose. There Absolutely. is something in the numbers. He said, it is a book of numbers and that's pick preachers you'd hear us say oh there's a whole book of numbers and we would kind of i mean mm -hmm. people come to church you know it's god cares about numbers so we need a big church you know that kind of <laughs> that thing wow i need a button that's like a vomit button <laughs> we what Dude, we said it right i don't even want to yeah, yeah i it, didn't it, say it well it was said but it was said it was said and but when god said it to me like that my book my word is a word is a book of numbers and words words and numbers those numbers aren't there just to keep it organized they, they speak. mean something they preach well even outside of the verse and and those numbers i mean the in the text itself is numbers, numbers. oh right all i mean all the, the time and it, it's, but it's everywhere almost yeah. like it, but and we have a whole podcast like, on the network based on the number three it's called the three is the podcast on the string based network you do? really yeah and they talk about all of the threes in scripture Wow. And it's relevance everywhere. I'm like, because wow. when she told me the number 11, so I went home and looked it all up and I was like, how come I didn't know this? Yeah. I'm, I'm on the well, backside of 50. I should have known this. <laughs> you know, I did well, not know. I did know the number I, seven. And right, I knew. You know the six and seven. Yeah, I knew a few others. Two but, and yeah, you know and kind then of the ones. And then I just started reading and there was number 11 mm. and then more and more. And I'm like, okay, now that's why she connects all the dots. Right. Like and that. when I, when God first gave me the number 11, I was, it really tripped with my brain. I'm like, I don't know what to do with that. You can give God, give me a number, a word. And I can look that up in the right. Bible and I can find that, but your number and John Paul Jackson, it was the one I really go to for solid foundation. He's been around for a long time. And so I Googled God and Google. Um, I Googled, <laughs> wow. don't say it, don't say it. I'm not. So um, oh. I Googled John Paul Jackson numbers and it brought up a little video clip that he did on YouTube. He's now deceased, but it did a video clip on YouTube and he's talking about, and I think it's in Daniel 314 or something like that. It's in Daniel where there's two angels talking and he goes into the study of these angels of the names and they're having this conversation about mm. numbers and the he says that there are there are angels over numbers mm. numbers now because when i first got the number i googled well would it take me to angel numbers and i'm like i'm struggling with that right i'm struggling with that i'm struggling with what that is because it can get weird and i i know yeah. it's to stay away from weird and if you say it can get weird that it must it's be weird, weird. Right? <laughs> it's weird but i and i and i can follow truth but i think i was bumping into that angel number so it could bump into some thinking for me so when i ran into the john paul jackson he talks about there are angels that talk about numbers 
and now I don't follow the angel numbers as far as number numberology, but I God created numbers. I don't worship the number. I worship the creator who created the numbers and he can speak through numbers. So the first half of 2020 was number 11 for me at the time meant transition. And then I was coming up on September 11th, which was a pivotal date in this story, in my story. And I was having some really some panic attacks about it Mm -hmm. and really getting some triggers with it. And I came across, I don't know how I came. It was, it, it was God, but I came across it by a guy by the name of Troy Brewer out of Texas. And he had a, he has a book called numbers that preach. And I was like, mind explosion. I'm like, where have you been? Like, how did I, he was in Texas, deep (laughs) in South Texas. I'm like, God, why didn't I find this in top of 2020? And Troy makes this statement. He doesn't say it exactly like this, but he says, just because a a number means one thing in one season doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't mean the same thing in the other season. God's word blooms. Mm. It grows. It mushrooms. So it meant transition at the first of 2020. Well, when I got Troy's deeper revelation, and this man's been studying numbers, numbers that preach for a long time. That's the picture I sent you out of his Mm. book. Um, He talked about, uh, number nine and 11, because September 11th was triggering me, nine and 11 have dual meanings. They have a positive and negative. Now the negative in God is not necessarily negative. It's just correction. Right. You know? So um, if I can remember off the top of my head, nine is fruit bearing, which 2019, my word was fruit of the spirit. Nine is fruit bearing. Nine, you're pregnant with a child for nine months. There's nine fruits of the spirit, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then in the negative, it means, um, judged by God I think God God is the judge but then 11 in the negative means God is disorganizing or dismantling and in the positive is means heroes rising and Mm. when I just sat in the wisdom of that it I could see 11 over everything now ultimately at the top of 2020 my scripture for the year was uh, Proverbs 30 11 he's turned my mourning into dancing fits my life it's brutal that is a brutal picture mm-hmm. morning into dancing so i i have been following the god of numbers and he's been using numbers all over and i was just talking to chris today she's like i add up everything i add up everything well that means this and this means that and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but yeah i would just, have never i just didn't know that you know, you know. i just made another connection like, about two I've, I've got two dobies now. I saw that. I, know, I just weird. saw that. Yeah, they're really pretty. Jeremy's and, number is two. And 22. 22 has followed him his whole life. Oh, Which okay. is weird because yours is 11 and two 11s is 22. 22. <gasps> My birthday is two, two, and it's 11. My number is 11, too. I was born on the 11th, and uh, he died. I mean, my dog just died. April 11th? Uh, April the, no, not April the 11th, but it was 11 years. Mm. Yeah, it was 11 years this year. Wow. So he... he died 11 years ago and then job died okay so we have to get to that part yeah, at panera yeah. so she's telling me about job and she's fixed her the dog she's fixing to go to uh laguna beach to see your sister right newport newport yeah. and you're taking the dog to a friend my brother your brother mm-hmm. and she snaps now she has a love-hate relationship with this dog okay? <laughs> mind you he looks yeah and he doesn't smell so great why so. she felt compelled to take a picture she did she took a picture 
right? I don't. You tell the story. Okay, so I have to take him to my brother's, which usually I leave him, and the kids come and feed him, and he's fine. He's old. He he doesn't mind staying home, mm-hmm. and they come and let him out, and he's fine with that. I leave the TV on, you know, <laughs> throw some food at him. He and I have talked it out, and he's leave okay with that. <laughs> he's like, "You're good. You're good. Come back, Randy. I'll this. see. You. I'll see you next week." He's like, "Leave already." Yeah, leave. We're fine. I've been I'm looking forward to it. I've been waiting for this. This is my time. vacation. <laughs> so this time it's a god thing, of course. Uh, I just happened to ask my brother. I said, hey, I'm going to be gone for a while. Would you mind if I bring the dog? He has a dog uh, pen at his house. And I said, would you mind if I bring the dog over? And he's like, no, I don't. I guess that's okay. So I put him in my new car, which that was a big no-no because it has leather seats. And I put a blanket over it. And on that last day that I took him over there, I he kissed me on the cheek and I took a picture of it. It was the But weirdest. he's staring right at he's her. He's looking me right in the face. And I was mm-hmm. like, ugh. Now that one's been a hard one too. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, right. but anyway, dogs do die. But it's it, you know, you're attached to them. You got the call and he passed away. Yeah, I got the call and mm. I was like, what? So, but we're sitting there, and so she's gone through all this. You know, we're re catching up, and but but she's in this season of her life where you're ready. Mm-hmm. You're ready to move forward. It's a new season. It's a, it's God and you now. And, oh yeah. And you have desires, and you have dreams, and you've reestablished your life. Mm-hmm. And you want to move forward. You want to. What are some of those? Do you want to share some of your desires? Not really. Okay, <laughs> that's why I gave it. I passed you the ball because I thought I don't. Know. No, I mean, uh, it's I not. want to start a restaurant, but yeah. you know what? Exactly. I'm not ready for this to go I public yet. To start running? No, never, never. Um, it's just my word of the year is awake, and it's it's time. Like. It's time. I've already moved on, but it's. T- I've been healed. I mean, God healed me. I watched Kim. You got. You know Kim, uh, Pastor Kim. She's. Kim. Uh, you know her with the big blonde hair, from Atlanta. Oh, Kim. Uh, Pastor Kim. Kim Pointer. Yes. Uh, Real talk, Kim. Real talk, yeah, Kim. I love okay. Real love talk, her. Kim. So she was yes. part of my healing, and I went to see her, and she put. She said, "Put a do not disturb on your heart." Yeah. And when you're getting healed, and I did, and I was like, "Okay, you're out." Yes. You know, mm-hmm. just so I could get myself right. And she and I, I message, have messaged back and forth oh because of the stuff she's walked through yeah. oh, and the yeah. stuff I've walked through. Because yeah. I met her years ago. Oh, I think I saw a picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, years yeah, I ago, love her. And then I went down to Dallas, Fort Worth and saw her right in the middle of all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Right in the middle of yeah. the stuff. And I just, I kept, we kind of just exchanged a little bit. And I was like, so then things came out with her world and then right. things came out with my world. And She's just been a real good source of she like, yeah. hey, this is happening. Just, I think it's in Instagram. We've been, we've DM'd back and forth. Yeah, but oh, she good. Yeah, is she is. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, she. Do you know real talk, Kim is? No. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds great. No, she is awesome. She I is, mean, yeah. She's been through some of the Job stories herself. Oh, and yeah. She, she loves women and all people yep. back to health. I yep. mean, and so I was right in the middle of it, like, and yep. when I saw her, she was like, you're Are gonna, you a part of her inner circle? You're going to make it. No. I've thought about doing it. I have to. <laughs> you have to pay. You do, but it's not much. <laughs> oh, I haven't checked it's out not the price. Much. I have an inner circle if you guys are interested. <laughs> do you? I think that's what it's called. It is. How much is hers? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I've never looked it up. I want to say. Mine is cheaper. I feel like it's this. I feel like it's like fourteen or twenty. Oh, is that all? I, a month. A month. Yeah. My, like for seven ninety nine, you're in minor circle. <laughs> a month. Sign me up. Sign yes. me up. Yeah. This it can start right here. Perfect. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's great. You no, do need perfect. that. Perfect. 
perfect person. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, she'd been through, she had her own job. She did. I mean, Mm -hmm. her life was. Yep. So anyway, that that was really cool. How did we get off on that? The do not disturb your desires, where you're going in your life. My desires. Life is good. God has taught me. It's still teaching me, but there is nothing that he cannot redo and fix and reform. And uh, what's that word I use all the time? Um, (laughs) That he did. He put I told Rachel at the time I literally in my brain I was Humpty Dumpty I sat up there and I felt in a million billion pieces and he literally picked up each little part and put them all back together one piece at a time and um, he's the restoration restoration Restoration. Joe she's telling me that Joe passed away the dog Mm -hmm. and I said to your Michelle I said I think your Job season is over actually said I think your Job era is over Hmm. And I think you're moving into an Esther season. I think you're moving into God's preparing you for your glorious. What what you say with the backside of fifty? <laughs> uh, it's hashtag backside of fifty. Your backside of fifty, 50-ish. baby. We're gonna Ish. pop the cork of champagne the and we're gonna have a party. <laughs> hey, I'm down. I'm a, I'm with it. Yeah, I'm just on the backside of forty, but. But <laughs> before you see her face, yeah, now. you'll get there. No, it's good. But so I said that to her, and we're sitting. Oh, I said, I, I, yeah. and you felt it. I took it. Yeah, yeah, I took it, and I went home and I go, "What's Esther all about?" And she's like, "I don't really know because I'm just now getting into it." And I said, "Okay." So I, as soon as I left, I looked at all of it, and the funny, weird God thing, which is like I told you, if you'll look for Him, He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He is everywhere. Uh-huh. He doesn't. He, he never he doesn't leaves. Hide anything. He doesn't hide. He's always there. And I've had a sign. I don't know what the year is because I don't remember all the years about stuff like that. But up by my door that says, "Perhaps you were created for such a time as this." Esther, Esther four fourteen. <laughs> yeah, four fourteen. So four plus four is eight. Nine means rebirth. Oh yeah, new new beginnings. New beginnings. Mm-hmm. That's actually eight. Nine is um, just make it up. <laughs> just add another number. Hey, add another, another no. number. It would have been 11 out of fallen out. No, but no I do kidding. believe, so that is what I just, I absolutely love about God is, the. have you considered my servant Job? It, he opened your invisible eyes to see the invisible story. It was confusing. It was crazy. It was dark. It was heart-wrenching. It, you felt like you lost everything, but you gained him. you and him, and him and this this beautiful woman that our lives have intersected and even you hung that sign in your in your house mm-hmm. way back whenever it's been there for a while yeah for for this little blonde to come in and say i think you're entering an esther season yeah and i loved it. i was like okay okay <laughs> i'll do that i'm ready it's time yeah and then you get home and you tell me yeah. you've had this sign i've been meaning to send you that picture all week i took the picture i, and I was love like, it there is so much in the book of esther like oh I'm, my god, it, it's kind of this weird amoeba book yeah like so i'm just kind of I, I listen to mark driscoll i listen to mark driscoll about ruth um it's called the big little love story and that was so profound and so when i kind of started he started turning my sights towards esther i'm like okay well let me see if mark has any teachings on esther 11 week study on the book of esther well there's a lot there there is a lot there there. a lot there there. and she sacrificed and i sent you a lot of that that i read yes that that day and i was like what and yeah yeah so there was there was real meaning behind perhaps this was the time because she she made a big decision that changed the world changed the world. well basically even what i'm recognizing is mordecai her caregiver 
pretty much sold her. Right. Pretty much put her in the she Bachelorette of she, Persia. Right. I mean, put her in this. Bachelorette. Yeah, that's true. It's exactly what yeah. he did. And he was supposed to love her and protect her. And, get, and we've talked about how our yes, stories have started. Yes, you yes. know, we both got pregnant young. Well, you were 25, but out of wedlock. Right. And how you don't really feel like you have a voice. You just kind of get thrusted you into this system. It. You yeah, just you do just, it. And so, so I'm kind of t- taking this deep dive into Esther going, I never saw all of that. Me neither. I never just saw. Just like Job, I never saw it. I mean, I probably read it, but I was like, just that doesn't pertain to me. Over, yeah. You know you know how you do with the yeah. Bible. Yeah. But I got to tell you something, another thing that I have remembered today. This is so cool. It tells you about God again, how he just kept being there. Mm-hmm. When I went in the midst of all this, don't forget, I left there, that church, and I went to another church, and I found these beautiful people that that became the the pastor became a father to my three mm. abandoned children. Now they didn't mm-hmm. have a, a dad. They didn't know how to do oil. They didn't know how to do yeah, any of that. Yeah. They were at their prime years too. And she became my best friend. And in the, oh gosh, where was I going? Oh, in the midst of all that, yeah. get this, Pastor Steve and I connect on Facebook and he walks me through all that too. He Aww. is on the my, it was email back then. Aww. And I met, I was working in an office downtown and he's emailing me every day saying, you're going to get through this, you're going to do it. Can you believe Aww. the connect? Look how that is did full you, did, circle. Was Steve on staff at, when you were there at yes. the church? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And he's at his <laughs> church, of course, and I'm at this other church and he reaches out to me and we, he walked me through all of that. And, wow. and I thought about that today. I went, I forgot that that happened. Because God puts people in our life, yeah, and you never know when you're going to when or wh- how they're mm, going to manifest you, again. They're God, and mm-hmm. they're the God, like you said. I, my God, and the, the God, God in me hits the God, God in you, and it brings out this color. Yeah. And you never know. Okay, I'm I'm missing something in my life, and then along comes this person, and it's like that's the color uh, I need. Amazing. That's what I need. That's what's giving me life. That's what's sustaining me multiple times and I've and Jeremy's conversations podcast he asked me this question about what would I say to the people who died on the Titanic because we called you know Mm. the church it takes a long time to turn the Titanic around until we realized the whole thing sank right and some months before I had asked God to bring people from my past I wanted to Mm, talk to people from my past and they all brought these stories that just it was like these colors that I needed to complete the picture to go, was I, what I was thinking intuitively, was that really true? Or was what I painted the picture true? You know, it's kind of like you're living this, but right, this is happening. Right, right. And when he asked me that question, <clears throat> I was like, I, you never burn bridges. I never, although life pulled people away from the church, I never, ever let go of their heart. And I wanted to say to everybody, even you, your story was is so precious and it's so vital. And people need to hear your story and need to hear everything you went through. And right. you made it. You made it to the beautiful side. With God. With God did it. God. And absolutely. A, about three or four years ago, he's like, okay, Miss Zipper Lipper, you're going to have to start talking about that. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm driving again. I'm no, 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 no. <laughs> Put me on another category. I'm not doing that one. And he's like, it literally, I heard, you're going to tell that story. And I hid after that. I hid. I went to church, but I sat in the back, didn't talk to anybody, didn't join anything. I, I hid. Uh-huh. I'm like, nope, that's, that's not coming out you know 
you can tell other people, but I'm not telling it. But then there's this girl she met a long time ago that has a big, big mouth. mouth. <laughs> and her name is Rachel. Her name was Rachel. And, and she, she tagged knows. me down in a garage sale. I mean, in a, <laughs> in a car wash. In a car wash. Michelle. Yeah. He said, you're telling the story. And I'm like, oh, no, please don't make me tell that. Haven't I been through enough? I'm like, do I really have to vocalize it but now? But here's the difference. between and this, is, this is something I've just come to this revelation. There's a difference between being in the spotlight and the fishbowl. What you went through, people watched and judged. Mm -hmm. They watched it, people, you know, I was told I was in the fishbowl. I mean, you can't go anywhere in the fishbowl. Everybody's judging everything you went through and they're judging what you should believe and what you shouldn't believe and you should believe this and you should believe that. But when God puts you in the spotlight, mm -hmm. you are made for the spotlight. You were created for the spotlight. That story, your story, my story, has to be spotlighted and when god spotlights it it's then it just radiates it just radiates somebody told me the other day a prism can't shine in the dark but when you put a spotlight on it the light goes the the light just radiates yeah and 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 he and i talked about this because i struggled with telling my story right. and he said you got to remember there's people all over the world, world that are hearing this not just a little big town that's that true. That. I love that. One of the, I can't remember which one of my kids I said, I'm scared. To, I don't want to do this. I just don't want to do all that. I don't want to tell that. And they go, mom, what if that helps one person? Yeah. What if that gives that person hope? Like, what if you didn't have any hope back then? And mm. and you didn't. I mean, other no, than I didn't. Jesus. I didn't. No. I mean, there were lots of times I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do Nobody this. Was I don't know how going I'm going through. to do this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I go for real. Like, is this for real? Yeah. You know? And, um, and so I decided, and God told me, you can't really run. I mean, you can, but it, it catches yeah. you. He will catch he you. He will catch and you. And so he told me years ago. So not a month ago, I was talking to my friend, and he said, "You go ahead and tell her. And I'm like, no, no, in the car. I'm driving. <laughs> no, no, no. We can talk about some, a show or something. Surely. <laughs> Surely you've got other things for us to talk about. And then she was like, now tell me about your husband. <laughs> I was like, he died. <laughs> and then I told her the whole story, and she was like, what? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. I, I'm starting to do it, but it's been a long, hard road. I mean, but now I'm. I'm but I'm so grateful. I'm I healed am and I'm good. And God, God did it all. God to all the glory is his because he put the pieces together. He did all of this. He sent the people my way. Yep. He, he did it all. Yeah. I mean, I was just a person in, in the show, you know, but he no, did all the work. And, I remember going through my story thinking <laughs> if Michelle can make it. I can make well, it. Well, and I've had friends come call me up mm -hmm. and say, I had one that she said, come here. She's bawling on her husband left her, he cheated, blah, blah, blah. She said, how did you do it? Yeah. And I said, I'm going to tell you how you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. You're going to cling to everything oh, that you yes. can do with him. You're going to grab him. Literally, you guys, you probably can relate. I had to ask him for a breath when I was yep. laid on that couch. Yep. Like, I can't breathe. I can't get up. I yep. can't just slip me because I can't do this. Yep. Yep. And he would say, okay. And then someone would come over yep. or, you know, and he sent my friends um, and she, <clears throat> the pastor and his wife became my best friend. He sent her. Yeah. She's like, come here. I've got a job for Life you. Life giving, giving friends. friends. Yeah. You have and to I was have like, them. 
I don't want a job. I just want to lay here and, and mm-hmm. die, basically. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to die, but I was like, I, can't, I don't have the... Right. She's like, no, you do. Come on. And we had so much fun, you know, and she brought me back to life. And, and isn't it true? Laughter. Laughter. Yeah. Got you through. Yeah, absolutely. Laughter got and you I, through. I have always said God has a sense of humor. Oh, he always. Does. I mean, always. he wouldn't have created us if he didn't, right? <laughs> he, I mean... Right. But that's, we connected on humor. Laughter. Yeah, absolutely. Humor and laughter. Yeah, we did. We, we sat outside in wicks and sticks and crossed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> had our... Orange Julius. Mm. Wicks and sticks. Oh my gosh. That's a flashback, right? Ups and downs, wicks and sticks. Oh my Cricket gosh. Alley. That's funny. 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 Funny, funny. Rothschild. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So God, God yeah. did it all and he can he do did. it for anybody. If he could do it for me, he can if do he it can for do you. For me, and he it for you. You can, and everybody has a story. I've learned mm-hmm. that one. And some are way harder than others, but they're all hard. Yeah. If you have it. If you're and in he it, he says you're going to have trouble there's mm-hmm. gonna stuff is gonna happen to you mm-hmm. so i learned that when i learned um you don't know what it's like unless you've been there so don't judge people right. you, you have no idea Mm-mm. divorce no nope. affair you don't know what nope. happened you, well you, and even if you've been there your experience is unique to you it, it is. is right mm-hmm. you know and so it's you, you just can't everyone's like oh i understand couple no you, no, don't, you don't, don't know you don't know you don't you don't no you don't you've you, never been there we you did not live behind your doors right you don't know what was in my you heart don't know. only mm-hmm. me and god knew what was happening and yeah. people still to this day will judge me for what happened i'm like i was with god you do what you right. want to do i knew mm-hmm. i was talking to him the whole so time yep. he never left me he knew what was going on with me yeah and maybe maybe i made some wrong decisions but you ran to him but i did i mm-hmm. ran back to him and i still do and that's how that's we how are we sitting here through. today right yeah right. and it's amazing you guys I, want to start recording <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I am That's so, a good one. so, so, so grateful for you, Michelle. Thank I am you. so I grateful. So we we reconnected. I'm grateful we connected on a God level. Oh, yeah. And we will keep laughing. Yes. So I'm on the backside of 50. <laughs> I love you. Too. you. I love you, I love you so much, so my nice. sister friend. It was fun. Thank you for being here with us. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please share this podcast. Subscribe to My Brutiful Life. And we will see you again next time.